you're tuning in with your girl Tanya and Damar and we are the Zenials. Hello. Hello. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Dun, dun, dun. I was going to like, hey, what's up? What's your name? What's your number? Where's it <laughs> from? I don't even, hey. Have I just made that up? No, it's from something. Like, no, um, I'm not that creative. Jeez. It's from a song or something, I feel like. I don't know. Me? Hey, how you doing? Is it a meme number? My name my is Charlie. Charlie Wilson, sorry. <laughs> Why are we like this? Why are we like this? Anyways, hello, beautiful people. Hello. Thank you for tuning in today. Yes. Yes. Um, we are. I just feel like getting straight into it today. We are. We're doing something different. Well, are we? We reflect a lot on this podcast before because we can because this is our podcast and we can do whatever we want to do and you can't taste, you can't say shit. Um, that and also we are very self-reflective <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, um, we're like so self-reflective. We just, oh my God. We just yeah, um, we we like to self-reflect, look back. See, yeah. Um, yeah. So we kind of want to talk about our growth. Yeah. Um, how much growing we've done. We're going to do like in the last five years. Yeah. Because that's like, an in, you know, the interviews questions like, oh, where do you see something five years time? Yeah. You're like, girl, I don't think we're going to make it five years. <laughs> you know, literally. Every, every time they say I'm like hit by a bus, it's I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. Not Tardy goes, oh. I don't know if I'm going to be here, but okay, I'm going to try. Do you know, <laughs> every, time, every time they ask that, I have that like I think intrusive it's thought to like hit yeah. my bus. I think it's a stupid question, not going to lie. Five years is quite a long time. You think I'm saying you'll come for five years? Is you it? must be out of your goddamn mind. I'm like, mind. I don't even know what I'm going to eat next week. Please. Uh, yeah. Let me take my time. Stop. A year's time I can handle. Two years time. But don't be saying five years. Like five years is a lot. Like where I'm actually going to be like 31. That's mad. Oh my God. That's like my baby season maybe. Baby. The <laughs> <laughs> so like, mm, no. Maybe. Oh, what percentage are you at the moment? Today. Oh, sorry. I, I got asked Damar's question, Manny. So Damar's like indecisive about children. Every day. I Every day. Mind. So I'm just, I'm always curious to hear like her percentage. Today, I've not, I'm not really encountered kids. So it's just, today is like 70, 30, 70, 70, yes, 30, no. Okay, cool. Because I've not really. You've not been in not in con- contact and kids like i've seen cute kids like maybe on tiktok or something so i'm not i'm a bit mm, okay you know. cool so anyway. it changes every day honestly when i mean change it i mean it fluctuates drastically because there was one day it was the other around 30 70, oh yeah 100%. but the other way around yeah 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 100 percent. So. um but yeah so when it was five years ago we would have been 20 mm-hmm. so what is sorry so upon like reflecting that was like was it second year no. second year uni yeah, it was. It was. It was. No, it's my third year. Well, it beca- it depends on what part of the year you're talking about. Because I turned 20 in August. For so you. So I'm st- starting third year of uni for me. So for me, I would have I would have just finished. You would have just finished second year. So just finished second year. Finished second year going into third year. But I've not started third year yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Right. No, but that's what uh, it is. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking also like that year of being 20. So that's for me like, oh, okay. Yeah, what are you talking about? For me, I, I understand it's my third year of uni. Yeah, it is. 
bail. Why, why am I confusing this? Okay, sorry. Is, no, so it, I'm just, that's for me. That's fine. No, no, no. You're right. Because it's 19 to 20. That would have been your second year. Mm. For, yeah, for us because it's summer babies. Okay, that's fine. Um. So, yeah. Um. So, I was, we were off, yeah. I was, like, was going to say where I went to uni. Well, like, I was like, people don't need in, to know that. At that time, I had finished second year. I was living my best life, honey. I was I was going, I was like, in July, I had just come back from Korea, actually. Because I had gone to mm. Korea. Um, I was living my best life. I was and I wasn't because then the reality hit me and I was like, bro, I'm broke and I have no money. I need a job. Damn ones. I feel like end of end of the year, I'm just like, oh my god, I've got no money. Yeah, I'm broke. No money. <laughs> I'm broke. Um, that was the summer I worked in Topshop. Mm. So I worked in retail, like my summer job, because I was broke. Mm. I was really broke. So yeah, and that was like my first ever like retail job. Yeah. Um, and it lasted the whole summer. And I was a twilight twilight shift girl, which means that I'd be like closing to like ten thirty p.m. I know, Uh, not ideal (laughs) in summer. Mm. Um, But yeah, um, I I did. I think I only worked four days a week or something. It wasn't too too bad. bad. Yeah, but yeah, the head. I'm just thinking of the headspace I was back then compared to now. It's like, yeah, I feel like genuinely like a different person completely yeah i don't know about you i definitely feel different i think i i mean i'm always i've always been like quite money focused mm. just based on how i grew up um making enough money and being stable was very important to me but then right i think then that was very much my agenda that is all i was thinking about i didn't really care about anything else it was like i'm trying to figure out how i'm gonna make money how i'm gonna make money that was just all like was going in my head the whole mm. summer and because i was the thing is is like i had a job but it was where i was at uni and then i couldn't transfer so i had to leave the job where did you work in summer then that year um no hold on I I don't, I no 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 yeah yeah i remember i worked in um i worked in a thai restaurant that was my second year. I worked in a Thai restaurant. But that was June uni. Yeah, but I stopped. Oh, okay. And then in the summer? So in the su- because obviously I couldn't transfer because they had branches oh, in Oh, okay, so you London. didn't work that summer. I couldn't work. Well, I was trying to find an- another job, but it's really hard when it was like I was going to go end up going back to uni. and like Loads of places don't take you because I don't want a summer person. Yeah, I yeah. had to lie. I'm like, yeah, I'm resetting my exams. So I'm definitely going to make it next year. I'm like... I'm passing that reset. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So I was just kind of like that. And I think I was just really annoyed because I just felt like it was never going to happen. Like I weren't going to be able to get another job. And I was just very like, that is all I was really focusing on. And I don't think I really had much of a summer because I was doing mm. that. Like I don't think I went out much. Um, yeah, so I, I was didn't. A, I was not outside. Yeah. So I, I don't think that year was very, that summer wasn't very great for me yeah um, i i remember i was like in a relationship as well yeah and my partner was i'm like, actually lying sorry i've just lied why because i'm saying i'm getting my something's wrong with me i'm getting everything mixed up i wasn't 
Sorry, when I said in July that I came back, right? It wasn't Korea, sorry. Korea was my third year, when I finished my third year. Second you know year, what? it was Uganda, sorry. Do you know what? When you said this, I was thinking, I swear I sent you off somewhere. Uganda, sorry. I came because back from Uganda. <laughs> don't you remember like we sent you off? Like we had like a little like... Do you remember we met, all met up? And then, yeah. we, and then we, all, I was like, we all started crying. I was thinking, bitches, Girl. I'm coming back. It's yeah, only a I know, but it's like across <laughs> the other side of the world. And my best friend for gone for the whole summer. It wasn't the whole... I literally went for a month and it was only... Oh, shit. No, it actually was. No, sorry. I have to scratch everything. Why are you lying? Okay, sorry. Why are let me you just, lying? Let me just go back. Right, okay, okay. So, 19 to 20, second year. So, right. I had gone to Uganda in July and I came back in August. Late August, right? Yeah. So, I was gone for a whole entire month. So, when I came back, I was trying to find a job. But, obviously, to start then in September, like, back at uni, it was a bit of a mm-hmm. sticky one. But, yeah, I just remember feeling like a bit lost because I had just a gr- an amazing like experience going to volunteer, build a playground, meet amazing people, experience all new things. And then it was like I was coming back and I was like, oh, what do I do now? Kind of thing. Mm. Um, so ignore everything I just said before because I am talking out of my ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that now makes sense because I was getting very confused. I'm really sorry. sorry but yes. Oh, I'm like now fucking doubting myself. <laughs> No, no, you know right. Why? You were know right. Why? I remember being top shop because I remember we came to time, visit you. You know, yeah. Yes. And at the time, my ex was doing an internship, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna like. We're not gonna talk too much about him, mm. but he was he was a big factor yeah. in my twenties. I'm not gonna lie, mm. um, and yeah. But the summer after, when I was still twenty, technically. Yeah. When I broke up with my ex. Yeah. Shit. That was the best summer. She was fucking outside. That, honestly. She was outside. That was the best summer. Might even say till date. That wow. summer was immaculate. Wow. So I remember my mum saying, don't worry about money. Like, I've got you. Just, like, let enjoy loose. Yourself. Enjoy your summer and whatnot. And I went to fourth year and all my girlfriends were like, you know what? We know last year ended on the ship, but your last year of uni, we're ending on a fucking high, baby. <laughs> and it was great. It was so good. So, yeah. So, yeah. the beginning of the year started off very shit. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I had, like, I was having arguments back and forth in some of my ex. And then the time difference yeah. as well. Um. So, that was a nightmare. Yeah. Um. And then I found my third year of uni so difficult academically Mm. um i really struggled um don't ask why (laughs) i just did yeah and then my living situation was quite shit Mm. i was meant to live the place i was staying at was nice yeah but the person like i was meant to live with my best friend yeah but for some reason she got really religious and then decided to cut me off because i wasn't the same religious as her and then we happened to live with each other Oh, um, wow. And it just got really awkward. And I s- tried to speak to her about it, like, oh, like, you know, just because we've got different beliefs doesn't mean, but she was not having it. Yeah. So I was basically living with like a whole bunch of strangers, mm. which felt like first year all over again. All over again. Um, so then I felt very like secluded and isolated. Yeah. And then at the time, my ex who I met at uni, mm-hmm. he was taken that year out to do resits. Mm. Um, 
And so he wasn't actually at Nottingham. So you didn't really have much of your support. So I didn't there. really have that many people. I obviously had the friends I was with that I'm still sweet to now. Mm. But because we weren't living with each other, I didn't feel like I yeah. could go to them. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I could. Yeah. And we've t- spoken about like, oh my god, like why did you not ask for help? But for me, like that was probably like the worst. For, like mentally, that was probably the worst I've ever been. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, that was the worst year I think for me. Can't lie. I think um, third year wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Mm. Um, I think I enjoyed second year the most. Um, but yeah, yeah, third year was third year was was okay. I did go to Korea at the end of third year. <laughs> ended on a high again. I ended on high. I had my twenty first birthday out there. That was lit. That was very lit. I enjoyed that very much. That's they a got good me. One. They got me drunk before I'd even turned twenty one. The the day before, went to this. There's this bar out there called Thursday. They were getting me lit. I they were they were giving me shots I've never even seen in my life. I said, "What the hell is this?" I said, "This big ass thing of brown liquor. What are you people trying to do? You want to have me on the floor?" So that was fire. And I did a like an escape room as well, and then they got Cute. me a, an ice cream cake. It's like they oh were my in God, my head. That is just you to a T. Like an actual ice cream cake. It was like a ca- like a castle. It was so sick. Wow. Um, but yeah, again, when I came back, that's the thing with me. It was kind of like I would plan so much for a bit, and then I'd have nothing. And then finishing my third year, that was when I started panicking because. Because I had to work during uni, I there was I missed out on so many opportunities for like internships and stuff. So I was like, how am I gonna get to where I want to get to, or yeah. try and get into the industry I want to get to? And I just was like, I'm broke and I need money. I need money. So I ended up working at H and M, which I absolutely hated. Yeah, honestly, when yeah. Demar quit that job, <laughs> I think. Her friends are more excited than her. They're more excited every time I quit a job than me. They're like, yes, you're free, yeah. bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, I had to because I was so, d- I think I was depressed with that job because I just felt like I'm just not getting anywhere. I felt embarrassed being working there. And not, I have nothing against people who work in at retail, but I just didn't see myself being there just not for you it's not it's not what i wanted and i would feel like oh and i worked at such a big store that was like oh my gosh people are gonna see me and what they're gonna think of me if they feel like maybe i I felt like a failure like i came out of uni and then actually then realizing that so many people experienced the same thing as me and did have to just get a job and try and make things work yeah and um yeah i think people have this like ideology that you come out of uni yeah and like a job miraculously lands on your lap it's true um for a lot of degrees, that's just not the case. Yeah, I was a bit difficult. I had a vocational degree. Yeah, so I had a job lined up at the end of it per yeah. se. Yeah. Um, but my my um my degree was four years, so I was it's a year after mm-hmm. that year when you're working H and M. But yeah, that year of third year was not it for you. Not it. Mental health space. I think we spoke about mental health in a previous um episode yeah um so yeah all those tips and stuff were in there but yeah that was like a very difficult space mm-hmm. for me yeah and that was the first time i actually went to therapy okay because i applied for extenuating circumstances for an exam or coursework yeah and then like i had to provide some details like, i think oh, fuck, 
like an incident report or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And they have to obviously look into it. And then like next thing I know, I got like this like emails after email saying you've been referred, you have to urgently go. And I was like, okay, I don't think it's that deep. And I went to therapy and they're like, um, you're very like blase. Yeah, you've been desensitized yeah, to what you're like going you're very blasé about what's happening. What's happening. I'm like, it's like, oh, it's just life. You know, life's difficult, isn't it? Like, that's just life. Yeah. And she was like, uh, no. that's not. Like, that's really not. Um. So, yeah, that was like the year, like, I was like... You realise you've been downplaying your trauma. Exactly. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, my anxiety was like through the roof. Like, mm-hmm. there were some days I couldn't leave my room to even go to like the supermarket because that anxious yeah i was so down to the point like i think i used to just stay in my room for like the whole day mm. um i but the thing is when you're in that boat you don't feel to tell other people you're like well i don't want to bring everyone's mood down yeah so i didn't really tell anyone um and then i couldn't even really tell like my like my ex or my boyfriend at the time because he was going for something a lot worse well if well not really because you can't quantify what's worse right yeah but in my head i was like well i can't tell him so yeah. i was literally didn't tell anyone. anyone yeah but yeah um but after that end of that year and then after i somehow managed to like get through it and then towards the end of that year i realized that like i have a lot more control how i feel yeah um that let myself be mm-hmm. and also i think that anxiety and depression is very common at uni i think people yeah 100 don't talk about it enough which is wild i don't know why uni doesn't do like beginning of every semester like a talk reminder and like helplines and places to call and like you know i just feel like there should be way m- maybe there is now yeah um, and i hope so in the future it is yeah well. but when then when i talk to my friends like yeah it's fits this in this year and i'm like what and it's like most of us went through the same yeah the thing same feelings and i think it's just like it's one of those things where like we have such a long way to go with it there's mm. still so much things we don't know but it's just having a conversation about it because if i had able to feel, if i felt comfortable to talk about the things i was experiencing then maybe i wouldn't have got to a place where i was like i don't know if i can carry on you know yeah. like if i had not got to such a dark place years later and i'd had someone i might have not got to that point you know yeah i completely agree so i feel like yeah yeah it's one of those weird things i feel like after my after i finished uni and i was working h&m i was just basically avoiding everything so anything that i was going through and i think i really struggled moving back home i'm such a hyper independent person and i do everything on my own so i don't rely on my parents for anything so it was weird moving back into that environment and I didn't really know how to, I, I to this day I still have never adjusted back to it because mm. I have a way of the way I have a way I want to live my life and it doesn't align with the way my family lives their mm. life and it also just brings up a things I don't want to deal with yeah. at the time I didn't want to deal with, imagine I I'd said this in a previous in a previous episode that i had gone to uni having a really bad year and not talking about it mm. so then all of that was still carried with me yeah then when i moved back home it's like oh shit it's it's come back again now i have to deal with all of that again yeah. so i was working to try and distract myself so even though yes h&m i didn't enjoy it at least i was there for like 10 
hours a day. So I didn't yeah. have to think about whatever that stuff was going at home. Mechanism. I could just carry on. I was outside. 2019, I was outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Going on dates with the wrong people. But I was no. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. I just like I was when I said avoiding, no I was just stop. I was just trying to date people that I was just like, why am I do like why uh, you're not even my type? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, it was like anyone. Oh, they like me. Okay, I like them. Do you know what it is? I think at that time, like five years ago, yeah, mental health was still a big like it's it's a bit of a there's a bit of a stigma yeah. associated with it. Mm-hmm. So like it was very hard to admit to like okay like I yeah. feel so low yeah or. I feel like outrageously anxious. I can't even leave my room. Yeah. Like people, like it was almost like embarrassing. Yeah. Almost to tell people that. Cause like, even like when I went home, like, Oh, how's uni? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's great. I'm like, I'm not going to tell them because that's so embarrassing. Yeah. I'm not telling when I went to therapy because, oh my God. Do you know, like, I used to, like, lie to my friends and, oh, no, I'm going to the library. Oh, should I come with you? No, 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 no. no. Like, because uh, I'm going I'm to do some other bits and bobs. Yeah. And then, then oh, but I'll meet you at the library. Just come an hour later. Yeah. And my friends, oh, then why don't I just come now? Because it's I like, was yeah. so embarrassed mm-hmm. about it. I used to miss so many sessions and my therapist used to call me. She's like, you need to start coming. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I know what you're doing. You're doing avoidance. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think but it's like there's a lot of shame that's attached to like things like going to therapy or having mental illnesses or me- experiencing mental health, all that sort of stuff. So I think people feel can feel embarrassed by it. Even now, like sometimes I feel embarrassed to be upset about something that I feel like other people aren't as ex- up- upset as I yeah. am. If I say to someone, well, I feel like it's going to take me time to heal for something and they're like, why is it going to take you years to heal? Why is it? Why, is, why can't you be over it? And I'm yeah. like, why do I feel embarrassed now? The way that you've said that, you've made me feel embarrassed that I that I'm not over something. And mm. I'm like, should I be over it? Is why do I feel? Why are you making me feel? Why do I feel that way? But do you feel like five years ago, like you really valued other people's opinions? But those people are so effing irrelevant in your life. Yeah, because I was a people. I'm a recovering people pleaser, as I like to say. Yeah. That everything that anybody said, I hold was holding on to it. Any opinion that they had of me, I would hold on to it and be like, "Well, that has to be correct." Sometimes I catch myself still doing it, especially the people that I are the closest to me. If they say something, or observe something about me, or something I've done, I will hold on to it. But then I have to like remind myself that like that's just their opinion. Like I can actually disagree with them. It's yeah. fine. But I used to just hold on to it. I'd be like, that person said that, so it has to be true. There's yeah. there's no way that anything else... And that's because I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust my own self, mm. my opinion, and didn't believe in myself. Yeah. So it was like, if she says that's right, that means it has to be right. But don't I feel like it's different in a sense, like it depends on who the person is. Like I feel like now, like those that are really close to me, yeah. if they voice an opinion about me or something they don't like or something that I've done they're not happy with... I take it a very high value yeah. because I feel like I'm now at a stage where I surround myself with people that I really care about mm-hmm. and hope that they care about me yeah. as equally as much. So the same with like good intentions. intentions yeah. But also um, you do have to remember that it is also, it, as much as the person you think of them highly, it is your opinion is actually that really matters the most when it yeah, comes down to it. So 100%. I think it's hard. Um, but yeah, that's something that I've definitely learn over the years you don't even realize you're doing it to be fair you don't even realize that you're people pleasing like and you know what someone said this the other day i think it was on a video they were saying that how like 
You know, people pleasing is a form of manipulation. And I used to think, how is that a form of manipulation? Like, how am I? I'm like basically doing whatever the people want. And then they were explaining that like, yeah, because you're basically, you're doing what you think they want to get validation. So you're, you're almost like pretending to be something you're not to make people think you're a certain type of way but you're not uh, that way i can so see like that. if you're a person like you may naturally not be a person who likes to give gifts but if you want to impress someone you're going to keep giving this person gifts so now that person has that perception that you're a person that is a gift giver but you're not actually like that mm. but because you want their validation you want their attention you want their love you'll do it and i when she did that i was like that's so true i had been trying to fit myself or almost be like a like a shapeshifter or chameleon into what I think that person wants me to look like. So if I yeah. act that way, that means they'll love me this way or they'll, they'll give me the attention like that. And then it's like, but that doesn't work because you do it every time, but it actually doesn't work though, does it? It doesn't, ch- they're, yeah. still, they're still treating you the same way. You just, I feel like at that stage, you really like, took like everyone like most people took opinions very, very like yeah. seriously. But then also that kind of like, in my head as well i felt like i wasn't i was not very expressive mm. especially to like like i feel like i didn't really understand this sounds so deep i didn't really understand love and gratitude and like gratefulness yeah. mm-hmm. like i feel like i said oh yeah i love you or blah 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 and da, da, da. Yeah. but i don't think i truly understood yeah the meaning of those words mm-hmm. and like now i can confidently tell when i said someone i love them like you i can, i know yeah. that i really feel it. if i'm really grateful for something i know like i know what that actually feels like yeah whereas that time i feel like i don't know when i said it i don't know how much you actually believed it. i think the te- the the good intention was there yeah but i feel like now i'm able to yeah express those really important things but they're, they're they're really important to me. Yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. Um. Um. I feel like yeah. I mean, it's it's a difficult one. I feel like uni was difficult. But you know what? I'm gonna bring it up, even though I hate talking about the pandemic. I hate oh, talking stop. about it. But Rob robbed us two you know? years. Yeah, it did. The pandemic. I am grateful for it, and I'm not grateful for it. Do you not feel like? I feel like that pandemic. I learnt so much about myself yeah because i was in so i had moved to oxford at that time during the pandemic as well for six months Mm -hmm. so i was really by myself by myself yeah and do you know what if if you told me at 20 that i'd be doing that out of panic i knew i'd been anxious yeah i was so content i was like the that's probably one of the most content moments (laughs) But I don't know, that pandemic was like, I feel well, like it was, was a blessing. It was a blessing. and To an extent. It was a, it was a bit of sweet, really. I feel mm. like with the pandemic for me, um, I, like, so obviously there was different lockdowns. So different, the, the different things happened in well, different lockdowns for me. The first lockdown was fine. I was thriving. I was enjoying yeah, being that was at home. Calm. It was the first time I'd ever been in a job where i was actually sitting down like i'm always on my feet so i was enjoying it i was exercising at home i was trying to do new things you know everybody was trying to b- bake banana bread and i've actually paint with that. numbers and people were coming up oh nana has a braid hair now and i can make jewelry and soap and everybody was really in there i can make things on my own bag 
Then when the <laughs> it was, and the second one hit, it was like, oh, this is I've had enough now. I'm over making things. I was kind of like getting like no. I want to get outside. I started. That's what that is. The pandemic taught me that I had such unhealthy. I had a healthy unhealthy relationship with food. I'd never even thought about it until the pandemic, because mm. I used to. I used to. I would like not eat, so I wouldn't eat breakfast, have lunch, but I'd eat so much at lunch to make up for the fact that I haven't eaten for breakfast. So I'd basically binge. Yeah. I would be ashamed of the binge. I would catch myself taking my food out to the other bin and not put it in the main bin because I didn't want people to see. I didn't want people to judge me. And... I catch myself still doing it now sometimes and I have to like remind myself I'm like you're a grown ass woman like if you want takeaway you can have takeaway <laughs> but like it's it's like you you I I had that and I was yeah. subconsciously doing it like panicking almost like oh my gosh if anybody sees me like they're gonna say something and it's also based on in previous situations where family members have said something so it's not like I'm just out of thin air yeah, those opinions that you, you know, probably held on so, to. Yeah, just held on to that and people being very judgy. So I just held on to that and was like, well, no one needs to know that I'm like that. And without me realising that binging, it made me put on weight. I put on the most weight I've ever put on in my entire life. I remember one time I looked, I don't even, I wasn't looking in the mirror at all. And I remember, I can't remember where we were and I was in a long run. I went, I looked at myself and I said, I look like I ate myself. Like, I was like, what the, f-? I was like, what the I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, no, bitch, what is going on? Like, you know when things are not fitting, but it's like I'm not really thinking about it. But I had to look at myself in the mirror and I was like, do you know what? what? Do you know what it was as well? Because everyone was at, well, I say everyone was at home. I wasn't at home, but I was still working. But because everyone was at home, you didn't wear, like, your usual clothes. Yeah, I was Every Everyone was in, like, leggings, jumper, like you joggers don't, not it and those much. stuff are stretchy so like if you put on weight you're not gonna know nope but i feel like loads of people went through the exact same yeah thing i definitely had a moment where i put on a bit of weight but that was really hard for me that I was think, i think a lot of people went through yeah it that was that was really difficult i got my pandemic stripes that's what i call them the stretch mark oh <laughs> I was like, oh, we survived. Also, I do think it was part of the. I this this is a thing now. You get your second puberty in your twenties. That thing is true because I was like, baby, <gasps> wait, yeah, no, I get what you mean. Because it was like, okay, I know I'd put on weight, right? But I was like, also, I was putting on weight in places I don't put on weight. So I was like, okay, here I expect to put on weight, but I was like, yeah, but I'm actually putting on like i can't fit in like i can't fit into these trousers and i'm like mine <laughs> i've never had a problem with that so i was like oh well i'm actually putting away everywhere is like changing and it's like even though i've lost a lot of the weight it's still like okay my body is actually really different to how it was before i'll be looking at clothes and i'm like wow i was really that small before but also i feel like you can't compare your like 18 19 20 body to now i think it's i still like to such- compare <laughs> I know, but I think it's such I want to go back. <laughs> I just think it's such a, like, fucking unrealistic, unhealthy trait. It I think is. it's so, like, it no. Girl, it is, no. but I miss it. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? I miss aspects of it. But then it's like, I like my legs now compared to back then. 
<laughs> I, they could just and I had I had no boobs back then. You got, Zero. You got titties now. Oh yeah. <laughs> That second you puberty. Have full, you have the full. Yeah. Yeah. You have a, yeah. Nose. <laughs> She's that got guys. She has titties now. Yeah. Finally. I literally had nothing. But you have to stay that way. Don't let them get any bigger. You'll be suffering like me. I don't. Okay. I wouldn't mind. No, you wouldn't. No, trust me. You but don't. yeah, I'm. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the second puberty. Oh my God, you're so right. It is. Because I put on weight on my hips and I'm like. Yeah, don't never hip happen bearing, before. Hip childbearing, <laughs> like childbearing hips. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, But yeah, the pandemic was difficult. It was good and it, it was, was dark like, though. It was dark. <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't think. So like, I know like a lot of people suffer from mental health. Yeah. In that time. I don't think I did, but then I also feel like that's because I went out to work. Yeah, which probably helped. Like I was have mixing with different people. I wasn't with my family, or like twenty four seven. Yeah, but also like I'm like really like to like my like my mom and like my brothers. Like I'm super 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 close to like my immediate family. Like even like my cousins and relatives. So like for me like. Like when my mum got caught COVID, I was like, "Yes, we're all isolated for two weeks." I couldn't wait. Wow, you're weird. That was us because <laughs> all of us were out and we didn't really experience like the being yeah. at home, home. Yeah. But then, like after like day three, we're like, "Shit, we're dying for a walk." So we like were in our garden, like doing laps oh at one God. point because we're like going insane. Um, yeah, I know. It was it was, was fun at first, and then after a while, like after was it twenty 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 one, I was like, "Fuck this!" I really am tired. Twenty twenty, it was twenty twenty one coming out of it. That was what? like difficult. I wore masks for almost like a almost like a year and a half, two years. Yeah, I couldn't do all of that. I had such bad skin <laughs> in the bottom half of my face at one point i started wearing face masks afternoon under my mask because i no, oh god skincare is not suffering because of this bullshit that's what was happening though but yeah. oh my god i d- i really don't yeah do you know what it was it's so random did you ever get like when you see for the face mask you're like oh i wonder what you look like without it yes um do you know at work when people are like keep saying reveal like i don't know why i'm saying <laughs> but when they took their face mask i'm like damn you look at that <laughs> ah. like i'm thinking if i saw you in the street i would never recognize you <laughs> it was one of those ones that's so strange but oh god yeah yeah lots of growth but, yeah a lot a lot of growth happened i think yeah i mean like it was it was uh, it was a difficult time but also i think the pandemic taught me that's when I knew I needed to get help. That's when I knew I was like, this is not, this is not it. Like coming out 2021, I was like, bro, I think I was pretending the whole year. I was pretending to be happy the whole year. I felt like that's funny because I didn't see you in person for obviously ages. Yeah, yeah. And, just, and then it was when I first picked you up and I was just like, bro. Mm. I, knew. I was like, I love you, babes. But <laughs> just to let you know, I found this new chat therapy place. I'm not saying you should. I was like, I was like, I was like, not saying you should, but don't be ashamed. I mean, I I think I'd got to a point where I always ex- I explained this to my therapist was that it felt like the world was in black and white. Yeah, man. And I was just there was no <laughs> color. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Like it felt like I was just like getting up and everything felt very like there's nothing. Like I have no ambition. I have no energy. 
I don't care about anything in the world right now. Like I could just curl up in a ball and never come back again. That's how I was feeling every day. I'd wake up crying. I'd go to the shower and cry. I'm not a crier, guys. This is the thing. I'm a cancer, but I'm also a Virgo moon. So we don't really like cry like that. We're like, Whereas me. But <laughs> exactly. So I was imagine me, I'm like crying in the shower, crying when I come out of the shower, then crying as I'm getting dressed for work, crying at the desk, <laughs> crying nice. on my lunch break, crying when I finished, and then crying in my bed. Like it was just rep- repetitive for like three weeks straight. Oh, you must have been so dehydrated. Bro, my eyes were red. And my mum was like, and then I got really, I got sick. So I started feeling like really nauseous. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Why am I feeling like really sick? Like out of nowhere, like I couldn't eat anything for like two weeks straight. I was off work. Mum was like, are you okay? And I was like, I, d- I don't know what's wrong with me. Something is not right. And I remember I had um, like, a, I felt like it was an anxiety attack. I was having a dream and it's like mm. the dream came to life. And I remember waking up and it was like, I couldn't breathe. I felt like someone was like, my throat was closing in. My hands were getting sweaty and I literally jumped out of the bed. I had to sleep in a sitting room. That's how bad it was. Mm. And I was like, what is going on? I was like, something is not right. And I remember the next day my brother said to me, this is my youngest brother. So at the time he must've been about, he was 13 now. So he was about 10. He was like to me, Damar, you don't look happy, you know? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you don't look happy. And I was like, yeah, but what does that even mean? He's like, but you don't look happy. Like, I can tell you're not happy. How does a 10-year-old know? He can, mm. I was like, shit, he can see. He, yeah. can see the, he can see the facade is not working. I was like, oh, okay, so everybody knows now. Everybody can see that I'm not happy. I was like, I, I need to go and get help because this is not it. Yeah. I can't even keep up this facade anymore now. So, yeah, that was, that was the time I needed to do it. And I think my body was probably trying to tell me, like, shit, if yeah. you're not going to do it, I'm going to make you sick, so you have to do but something I think, about yeah, it. Yeah, I think when your body is, like, really, like, when your body is really down low, it is sometimes related to your mood. Yeah. It's like your mind's, like, kind of sticking it to your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in that stage at uni when I was really down, I just was, I was always ill, man. Yeah. Always ill. And I'm just, like, I know, like, I know I'm, I'm not caught all cold. I know it's, like... You just feel I'm like making, I'm I'm like mentally making myself and physically like making myself like yeah you fi- that's what it was sick. it was making yourself ill and you're like you don't even know I'm like I'm not eating I'm not doing any of this mm. and I was just like this is I'm guessing this is what depression is because I'm like why is everything just feels mm. very like see I couldn't give a heck yeah <laughs> I was like I yeah. don't want to be here like it was see yeah. the thing is all of this like we both experienced what what people described as like anxiety or depression or however you guys want to yeah like define it or classify it but i never ever got it diagnosed yeah neither have i just because i was like i was like really against medication Mm -hmm. which is so funny come from a pharmacist's point of view but i was like "Mm, i just don't want to but again i think that was purely because of like the stigma. stigma yeah whereas like now i feel like if there, you were diagnosed there is if i was diagnosed and i was meant to be on medication like yeah. then fair enough you know yeah. but um but i feel like i think we can take away from this like how much we've grown mm-hmm. like we're i feel like i feel like we're always like self-aware yeah. But it's different to be self-aware, but then to self-reflect and then yeah. action on it. Yeah, it's true. You can you can so be you can be like I think we always had it there. We always knew deep down something was not right. Yeah. But you you get scared. You feel shame. You feel embarrassed 
openly admit yeah. something is wrong with me. I don't feel good. I don't, something is not, you know what I mean? But now that we're older, we learn that actually like, yes, Tanya might go for her. She might go for a time where she feels that way, but she's a lot stronger now mm. where she can kind of hopefully get herself out of it. Like yeah. everybody's going to have their bad periods. You're going to go for a period where you may feel depressed. You may have extreme anxiety. Yeah. But it's having the tools now to try and help you get out of it. Learn what your triggers are, the traumas, things that you can work on. Yeah. And healing. It's also ultimately trying to heal from all the things that you've gone through in your life. And don't put a time on it. No, you That can't. is like my biggest life advice. I yeah. feel like you can't... Like some things, like I've accepted, there are some things I've experienced in a lifetime. I will never fully heal. Yeah. Like that wound will never like that I wound agree. that's been stitched is always gonna slightly leak and that's absolutely fine. Like yeah. not everything can be like Yeah perfect. Like nothing can be shiny and polished and new like all the time. That's true. But I feel like we're both at a stage where like we're able to recognize a trigger that might cause it. Yeah. Um if you're going through it, okay, I know exactly X what like you said, X, Y, and Z to like get myself out of it. Yeah. Or something like, you know what, I need to just be in this feeling yeah and like understand it and you know what and also i feel like therapy is really good in the sense that it's it's a lot for yeah one person to do it's with. very hard to like explain uh, how do i say it's very hard to dissect yourself yeah when you're in it. in it yeah you're not like there's not like you and then there's a version of you that you can watch you doing you it's, you know what i mean it's, it's like yeah. it's like a mango right yeah like this the seed can't see what the mango like yeah the, the seed doesn't know if the mango's bruised or not yeah exactly you know so you need like an whoa that was a great that analogy. was sick i give you that one that was shout out to my grandma that would tell the mango story <laughs> <laughs> the other day that's what triggered it <laughs> it's like a 45 minute long story oh but God. any it, it's like, I, I always listen but it, it's cute but long but love you mama but anyway beautiful. um yeah so i think an outside perspective yeah so for example even let's say when you're in that period yeah like a tune recognized it from outside perspective yeah. i was able to recognize it your mum like oh you don't seem good like yeah. you know external factors of people when uh, you're in it you can't yeah, always see so it right i feel like for you to recognize it yeah and then get help is a big step <sighs> that's like huge and one that's huge one tip i have for anybody who is considering therapy or is in therapy is that one it's um sometimes it takes time to find the right therapist sometimes you need and to there's, and there's no harm trying different people i went through almost four different people before i found the person that suited yeah. me best i was lucky on the first time we yeah, love that um but yeah and also i one thing i did take away is that in my personal opinion not everybody has to agree with me but a good therapist is basically an echo your therapist is there to basically echo what you're, what's already inside of you and it brings it out. Not, they're not, not voicing their They're opinions. not here to tell you, oh, you should cut that person off. You should do this. They're not here to judge you. They're not here to tell you what you should be doing. They are purely opening up what you already know about yourself. But Ex they're just doing it from a different perspective that yes. you might not be able exactly. to see. And that's all what the therapist should be doing. You shouldn't feel judged by them. You shouldn't feel like manipulated by you them. You shouldn't feel embarrassed to say You shouldn't be embarrassed. Things. They are just a reflection of you in a way. They're an echo. They are another, an extension of you in a way. They see you from a different perspective. Like a cave. 
yeah kind of they see you from a different perspective and it's just like when I was in therapy I never ever felt like she was making me say something she just made me realize something I already knew I already knew it I just was afraid to say it and she made me think like actually no it's actually okay to say that and it's also like when you say it out loud it kind of like it feels good it feels good but it also solidifies that feeling you're not going crazy whatever and then like when you sit when you say someone (laughs) someone say to you okay it's like okay like i'm not I'm crazy not going <laughs> wild you know you're so tired of me it's like you must think i'm crazy she's like i don't think you're crazy i'm like oh god, i was like i was like uh, you need to, i remember you say to her like oh my god you must think i'm the most oddest person <laughs> and she was like honestly i feel like you're a really like decent human being i'm like thanks oh that's cute <laughs> but anyways let's get on to what um this was a very like deep as always but we love it um but we like these ones. I think it's important as well to kind of raise awareness and stuff. That's true. But anyway, we'll quickly get into how weekly feels. feels. Yes. Shall I go first? Go, go ahead. Mine is is actually on the topic. And go again, on. it's um, a feeling. Okay. But I think I might sit in a previous one, but I don't care. I'm repeating it again. Um, it's importance of self-love. Yeah. Um, and being able to show love others around you mm-hmm. even in like the smallest smallest things that you do um and yeah my yeah so literally my weekly feeling is just looking in the mirror and saying all those beautiful words of affirmation to myself and <laughs> truly believing it and just showing love to others um and i just want to say the thing that's helped me get to that stage is that in the morning I spend like time for myself and a little tip how can you give your energy to others when you've not given energy to yourself you can't help others when you're not giving yourself time that's true so yeah that's cute I love that um mine is a restaurant (laughs) (laughs) um it's Oaxaca I've been very uh, loads of times but I actually love this place is this the banana no. Pineapple. No, 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 oh no, no. no. Oh. Um, Oaxaca. It's like a Mexican restaurant place, but it's like it feels like it's healthier. They do really good nachos, different like different nachos, and they have this one taco that is like planting with feta cheese taco. It's actually one of the best things I've ever tried in my entire life. You have to go. They have loads of branches basically everywhere. It's affordable, and um, do they yeah, do cocktails? They do do cocktails. They're not the they're not the greatest, but okay. the food is good. Oh, the dessert's good. They don't have much desserts. I've not tried the desserts. But it's mainly just for like small plates. So it's a good like, if you don't want to eat something heavy, it's a good place to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my weekly feel. Lovely um, stuff. So yeah, guys. Anyway, guys, we're going to love you and leave you. Yes, we are. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye.